to Building Stronger Creatives, a fitness podcast for musicians, artists, nerds, and former misfits. I'm a former out-of-shape professional musician turned personal trainer and nutrition coach to hundreds of clients, and I'll give you no-nonsense information about what it really takes to get and stay fit within the context of a creative life. Here, you'll find practical advice on strength and endurance training, sane and simple nutrition, habit building, and time management tools to help you make lifestyle changes that actually stick. Most fitness coaches have no clue what it really means to be a creative, whether you're a professional or a passionate hobbyist. I'm different. I've been where you are, and I share your values. Let me show you how you can use the gym to build a kick-ass creative life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Stronger Creatives. Before I get into the meat of today's episode, I wanna give you a really special announcement about something I've been talking about quite a lot. I finally released a brand new, totally free, one-month training program called the Fall Fitness Kickstart for Creatives. Basically, I created this program to help you kick some ass in the gym this fall, especially if you fell off the wagon a little bit in the summer. However, if you still train consistently, I think you'll find that this program is a great way to continue the gain train and make sure that you're getting the most out of your workout time. Now, in the episode, I'm going to talk a lot about why I think fall is such a great time to focus on fitness. So I won't talk too much about that right now, but I just want to share a little bit more about the program. It's a one-month program, like I said. When you submit your email and download the program, you're going to get a PDF with four workouts on it. There's two full-body strength training workouts that are designed to help you build real-world strength that you need as a creative person so you can do all the physical tasks that your job and your life demands and so you can become a more efficient mover and have more energy. Sprinkled in those strength training workouts are also some of my favorite mobility drills for creatives. So if you have stiff hips, if your back is stiff, if your shoulders are stiff and tight, these drills are going to help you. You're going to move better and you're going to potentially have fewer aches and pains. The program also includes two cardio workouts. Now, one of them is going to be a moderate intensity workout that's designed to help you get more all day or all night if you work in nightlife energy. And then for trainees that are a little more experienced, there is also a higher intensity interval workout that's going to help you touch those high reaches of your ability to produce and use energy really quickly without so much load and intensity that you just feel really crushed. I know a lot of the high intensity programs out there just want you to go as hard and as high heart rate as possible for as long as possible. And I don't take that approach because that's not really a recipe for long-term success at the gym. So if you're interested in seeing what a more intelligently designed high intensity workout looks like, you can find that in the program. So when you go through this, if you do all the workouts for the month, you're absolutely going to feel stronger. You're going to be moving better and feeling less stiff and you're going to have more energy. I would say that is a huge win for a busy fall that you probably have lined up. So if you're interested in this program, like I said, it's totally free. I want this to be uh, like a gift to you from me so that you can get your fall training started on the right foot, remove some of the guesswork and just get to work at the gym. The program is available on my website, carolinejusterfitness.com slash creatives. all one word there. But I'll also link it in the show notes, and it's sort of all over my social media as well. So if you visit my Instagram bio, you can click the link there to find it. And if you have trouble finding it and you're interested, you can always shoot me a DM. My Instagram handle is at carolinejuster. Okay, so let's dive into the episode. 
I am a really big fan of embracing seasonality in fitness. And I'm actually trying to become a bigger fan of doing this in all parts of my life. I've lived most of my life in a place where we have four pretty distinct seasons. I did live in California for a while and things were a little bit more blurry there. But nevertheless, most of the people listening to this probably have some experience with changing seasons. The days are going to get longer or shorter regardless of where you live. In a lot of places, you're going to have pretty big differences in weather, although not everywhere I understand. And no matter where you live, you're going to have different things going on in your life. So you might have holidays going on. You might have a predictable busy time at work. Um, For example, a lot of musicians are less busy in the summer or maybe more busy uh, because they're doing a festival. So if you are doing a festival, you might be really busy. And if you're not, it might actually be a slower time for you. And this could apply to other artistic and regular jobs as well. For example, um, a longtime client of mine is an accountant. And obviously tax season happens every single year. That client knows that she's going to be incredibly busy and probably really stressed. So you likely have these sort of cyclical patterns that are happening in your life in terms of personal life, holidays and traditions, and your work life. Now, one of the biggest goals of my coaching with all of my clients is to help people become consistent for life. Now, that doesn't mean perfect for life. It doesn't mean you're always crushing a five-day-a-week training program and eating perfectly and never missing any workouts and always getting enough sleep because, honestly, that's pretty realistic for most busy, creative people. What's really most important about this is that we just always keep picking ourselves back up when we fall off the wagon. And we don't let ourselves fall into really prolonged periods of not doing very much. One way to really help with this is just to get real and honest with yourself about what's going on in your life. And a big part of this is seasonality. Now, let me talk through the seasons a little bit in general. Right now, we're in fall. Uh, Fall, I think, is one of the best times to focus on fitness, and I'm going to share why in a minute. But as we're getting into the end of fall, there's going to be a lot of holidays. So typically, that time between Labor Day and Thanksgiving is a fantastic time to crush it, work hard, focus, and be super productive. Now, that time between Thanksgiving and New Year's, depending on what you celebrate and what your life is like, maybe you have a lot of free time and you can continue to work hard, or maybe you need to pull back the reins a bit because you're overwhelmed with family and holidays and things like that. A lot of people eat a lot during this time of year. I'll talk more about that later as well, how we can sort of spin that in a positive light. And then when January comes around, a lot of people are sort of itching for this routine to normalcy. Maybe they want to clean up their act a little bit with food. A lot of us that live in colder places, January, February, and even March are times when we don't necessarily have a lot of outdoor options. Of course, you could be skiing or things like that, but for a lot of people, it's sort of another time to put your head to the grindstone and focus on your goals. If you don't really start in January, February, maybe because you're skiing or doing snow stuff, a lot of times that'll pick up in March and April and into uh, the end of May through Memorial Day. And then uh, between Memorial Day and Labor Day, we have summer, you know, the unofficial summer. And for a lot of people, that is a time when they take their foot off the gas a little bit when it comes to fitness. A lot of people are traveling either for work. Again, if you're a musician playing in some sort of festival um, or you work in nightlife and you're involved in different festivals and things like that, um, or maybe you're just taking vacations for fun. A lot of us are maybe spending more time outside doing other fun things that aren't uh, specifically like regimented fitness training and a lot of us are eating and drinking a lot (laughs) so then again by the time labor day rolls around we sort of want that routine normalcy and the seasons start all over again 
So if we sort of accept that this is the way life tends to go, we can plan around it and we can adjust our training goals and our approach and our priorities so that we are not blindsided by what's going on in our life. If we have less going on in life, if we want more routine and we have more energy to devote to training, we can do that. If life is full of either stressful things or fun things that take us away from the gym, we can pull back the dial a bit while still maintaining like a base level of consistency. So uh, I want to do future episodes where I dig more in depth on other seasons, perhaps as we come to them. But today I really want to talk about fall and why I think fall is so great for fitness. So I talked about this a little bit already, but I have four main reasons why I think it's a really great time to either put your foot on the gas a little bit more, or recommit to training if you've fallen off the wagon. The first is that a lot of people might be feeling like they want some sort of return to order or normalcy or routine after a summer of fun and relaxation. A great analogy for this is like kids going back to school. So if you're a parent and you have young kids in school, you know that summer is often crazy. Your kids are either at home, doing not a lot or you're taking care of them um, or they're going you know to different camps and things like that but everything's kind of up in the air and sometimes that can make it hard for parents to make time for their own training or even if you don't have kids again if your summer season is different than the rest of the year you might not have had as much time to devote to training or maybe you didn't want to train as much because you were busy doing other things But when kids go back to school, when the days really start to get shorter and we start to feel that crisp fall breeze in the air that's so lovely, I think it's a great reminder that it's time to get back to work. It's time to create or recommit to a training routine and really stick with it and show up for ourselves and reap the benefits of that like true, consistent sort of head down type of effort. And I think that feels really good. Uh, It feels really good to kind of switch between those modes throughout the year. I think we have periods where we're just having fun and relaxing, and then we have periods where we're pushing a little bit. And I think this is one of those periods for a lot of people. Related to that is the second thing, which is if you're feeling kind of shitty after the summer, so maybe you ate and drank a lot more than you would have liked. Maybe you totally fell off the wagon with training. You've been a little bit of a um, couch potato or you've just been all over the place and you feel really discombobulated. If you want to feel better into the fall, recommitting to training is a great way to do that. If you've been really sedentary and not moving a lot, sitting a lot, walking more and becoming more active can do such a huge uh, number on your energy levels and your mood. It's really amazing what even just a little bit of that low intensity movement can do. Um, But if you want to really push it further and like feel stronger again, feel less stiff and achy and have more energy, that's where committing to a more serious training program that includes a mix of strength training workouts, so lifting weights or doing stuff like that at home, and cardio workouts. That combination is going to have the most bang for your buck. Now, I'm not trying to overwhelm you. Like if you haven't been doing very much, um, you've been totally inactive, I don't suggest jumping right in with like four long workouts. But you could do two 30-minute strength training workouts and go for like a 20 or 30-minute walk once a week, and I promise you that will help you feel a lot better. So again, if you're feeling kind of sluggish and slow and just kind of blah after the summer, training is a really great way to rebuild those energy reserves and just feel a little bit sharper again. The third reason why fall is a really great time to commit to recommit to fitness is that most of us are just not going to be spending as much time outside. 
Now, right now it's September, which is usually a really beautiful month. And even into October, a lot of us may be doing fun fall things like, I don't know, going to a corn maze or picking apples or whatever the fuck it is people do in the fall. So you may still be outside, but it's not going to be nearly as nice. The days are going to get shorter. It's going to be darker, longer, and it will get colder. And as all this is happening, it just means you're probably going to have more time and uh, to go to the gym. You're going to have more desire to be indoors, and some of that indoor time can be spent working out. So it sucks that the days are getting shorter. Honestly, it's my least favorite part of fall and winter, even more so than cold or snow or anything like that. But again, we can take advantage of that by just moving inside and training a little bit more often. The final reason why fall is a really great time for fitness, it more relates more to kind of the last couple of months of the year. So in the fall, we have a number of holidays. We have Halloween at the end of October, we have uh, Thanksgiving in the end of November, and then in December we have a whole host of other holidays that you may or may not observe. And then we have New Year's, of course. And let's be honest, a lot of us are going to be eating a lot of food over that period of time. And a lot of it is probably not going to be the healthiest food you've ever eaten in your life. And honestly, that's okay. You know, if you want some Halloween candy, you want your grandma's pecan pie, you want some sort of special Christmas or Hanukkah or New Year's treat you want to drink at your holiday party, like all of that stuff is normal. Um, If you're taking it to excess, that's really a conversation for another time. But what we can do is instead of sort of feeling bad about all this and being like, "Ugh, I'm gaining weight, like I feel bloated, whatever, you can channel that food and those calories into productive and kick-ass workouts. I know because I've done this myself many times. You have a holiday meal, you eat a fuck ton of food, Maybe, you know, you feel satisfied, you know, in a bad case, maybe you feel a little bit bloated, sick, whatever. But then the next day you wake up and you go to the gym and like I just basically promise you, unless you're hungover, you're going to put up some impressive numbers and you're going to have a great workout. And so that's a great way just to channel something that's already happening that may or may not be viewed in a positive light. And it's really empowering. Like it's fun to have those workouts where everything just feels easy and you feel strong as fuck. Like that's really great. And so you can have a lot of those workouts in the fall, um, especially around the holidays. It's a great way to um, maybe change your relationship with the food side of things a little bit. And also just to make a positive, uh, take take a positive spin on something that again, is already happening and maybe a little bit challenging for you. So I suggest just keep training. Even if you feel like you're not eating very well, you're disappointed with your nutrition goals, like training is a really positive habit. And it's something that you can do really no matter how you're doing with food. Don't fall into the trap of thinking like, oh, I'm eating poorly or I'm not happy with how I'm eating. So I'm just not going to exercise and I'll start over completely in January. I strongly encourage you to just keep going to the gym. Push yourself, use the gym as a positive outlet, and really just see how much progress you can make. I think you'll be really surprised if you take this approach, how much fun it is. So what should we be focusing on with fall training, given these, um, like what's going on in our lives and whatnot? So what I would suggest is in the fall, you should absolutely, I mean, okay, you should be doing this all the time (laughs) if you can and, and you're open to it. But in the fall, you should absolutely be lifting weights. Lift weights at least twice a week. More experienced trainees uh, could consider doing more workouts. That might be a big benefit to them. For example, three or four lifting workouts per week, depending on what else you have going on in your life. I suggest following, if you're training less frequently, doing full body workouts. If you're training more frequently, you could experiment with upper body and lower body days 
or like a push-pull split. So on a push day, you're going to do upper body pushing, obviously, and then you're going to do things like squats, lunges, hip thrusts, um, work for your quads and glutes. And then on the pull day, you'll do your upper body pulling, and then you'll do deadlift variations, swings, other hip hinges, leg curls, and potentially some more glute work. So that's how you would break those days up. When you go to the gym, I want you to prioritize getting stronger and or building muscle. So what we need for this is, first of all, for both of these, you want to try to be doing more work over time. Now, this doesn't apply if you have a more minimalist setup, like you're only training with bands or you only have sandbags. In that case, you need to find other ways to progress. But the basic principle is the same. You want to be doing more work and working harder over time. If you have full access to weights, increase your volume, gradually do more sets and reps. That's what, that, that's what volume is. And also try to increase your weights over time. Try to set some PRs while still maintaining good form. And if your goal is to build muscle, you need to make sure you're doing more volume. So if you're just starting out with training, you don't need to do a ton of workouts or a ton of sets and reps. But the more experienced you are, the more volume you're going to have to add over time in order to keep seeing results when it comes to building muscle. So don't do workouts that just obliterate you so you're so sore that you can't move the next day. But you should be challenged and you should be doing um, maybe three, four, even five sets of certain exercises, and you should be doing exercises in lots of different rep ranges. So for building muscle, I don't recommend doing fewer than three reps. Like there's no need to test your one rep maxes. To be honest, there's no need to do that if you're building strength either, unless you have a reason to test. It's more beneficial to, for the most part, build strength in those higher rep ranges. But I digress. For building muscle, you know, you want to do some strength work in the like three to eight range. You want to do a ton of like mid volume work in the six to 12 range. And then you want to do some higher volume work sometimes, you know, 12, 15, 20, even 25 reps, depending on the exercise. So you should have that diversity of rep ranges and you should be trying to get stronger and increase the weight on all of those movements. So, you know, you have more training time in the fall. You can either train for longer or you can go more uh, frequently. And then you're going to have those extra calories that you can channel into these workouts. Like this is a combination for kicking some serious ass and feeling really empowered at the gym. So take advantage of that. Try to get stronger. Try to build muscle. I also would suggest that you still try to maintain cardio gains, especially if you were doing a lot of cardio in the summer. So maybe you're not going to be running like dozens and dozens of miles every week or doing hours and hours of cardio. But I still think that you should be doing some cardio on a weekly basis especially if you're really concerned with having more energy. Lifting weights is great and it does help with energy, but it's incomplete without that cardio piece as well. So for example, you could take an approach like I have in my fall fitness kickstart, which is once a week you would do a cardiac output workout where you're basically going for 30 to 90 minutes and you're keeping your heart rate in the 120 to 150 zone. That would be a perfect like cardio workout that could help you either improve your cardio or maintain it without crushing you. Um, other people might be able to add in some higher intensity intervals, either again, like I have in my program as a separate workout, or you could just do a few minutes at the end of a strength day and call it a day. So we want to prioritize getting stronger and building muscle and lifting weights and doing all that fun stuff, but we don't want to stop doing cardio completely. Ideally, we're just going to keep it at a maintenance level if it's not a super high priority for you right now. So to summarize, I really think fall is the perfect time to recommit to working out. Or if you've been working out consistently, it's a time to really kick it up a notch and build some serious strength and muscle. 
A lot of people will be craving uh, routine to normalcy and routine after the summer. A lot of people feel kind of shitty after the summer and want to turn that around. Shorter days, colder temperatures mean more opportunity to be inside and in the gym. And we have a lot of extra calories potentially from the holidays that can be channeled into serious gains in the weight room. So I hope this is exciting for you. I hope that you're like, fuck yeah, I want to get stronger. I want to feel better. Like I want to have fun at the gym. Like the fall is a perfect time to just seize onto that and take advantage of it. And if you're feeling that way, um, or if you're not, you know, you're kind of on the fence and you're not sure how to go about this. I really hope that in either case, you'll download my fall fitness kickstart for creatives. Again, this is a totally free one month program. So it's going to be just the the first step on your journey, but it's going to send you in the right direction. You're going to work on getting stronger, building full body strength. So we're nice and balanced. We're going to do mobility drills that address the areas I find to be most uh, tight and problematic in my creative clients. And we're going to work on cardio and we're going to do it in a way that doesn't crush us and helps us build all day sustainable energy. That program is available right now. You can grab it using the link in the show notes, or you can visit carolinejusterfitness.com slash fallfitnesskickstart for creatives. If you have any questions, as always, either about this episode, about the program, or if you have requests for a future episode, something you'd like me to riff on, I would love to hear from you. My DMs are always open on Instagram. My handle is at carolinejuster. I always respond. I always love hearing from you. And you know, I'm, I'm open to whatever ideas because I want this podcast to be as helpful for you as possible. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Building Stronger Creatives. If something you heard resonated with you, I would love for you to share this episode with someone else who might enjoy it. I also always appreciate comments, ratings, and reviews. These things help me get the word out to other creatives who could benefit from this type of information. See you back on the next episode. Until then, stay curious, stay passionate, and stay strong.